Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Once upon a time on the Isle of Sodor, the engines were abuzz with excitement. Stoke City were visiting Carrow Road for a football match against Norwich City. Thomas, the bright blue tank engine, was eagerly pleased to see the game. As the match began, the engines watched with anticipation. But oh dear, Stoke City seemed to have run out of steam. They couldn't find their rhythm, and the Norwich defenders were as strong as a freight train. Then in a surprising turn of events, Jack Stacey, the little green engine, broke through and scored the only goal of the match. The crowd cheered, but the Stoke fans and the tank engines were downcast, because their team had played rather poorly. In the end, it was a memorable day on the Isle of Sodor, with Jack Stacey's goal being the only highlight of the match. The engines chugged on home, hoping for better days for Stoke City in the future. Oh, thank you there, Rev W. Audrey, for uh, today's introduction to the podcast. Uh, oh, I feel sorry for the tank engines. They had a really miserable day, didn't they? At Carrow Road, watching watching Stoke City lose 1-0 to Norwich. Now, joining me... Are we calling our away fans the tank engines now? Aye. <laughs> Applies to some of them, I think, but not all. Yeah, if they wish to adopt it, then all power to them uh, there you go you heard his his voice uh mr david cowlershaw are you well oh good chris peace and love peace and love <laughs> uh, and matt swift how are you feeling i'm i'm all good after my uh monday afternoon marriage uh as dubbed by stoke twitter so yeah well firstly congratulate congratulate Has- hashtag congrats matt Hashtag, thank you. Thank yes, you. Congratulations from from all in the Wadpod Nation uh, to to you and your other half, who um, I believe said that she uses this podcast as a sleep aid. Is that correct? That's that's very that's very true. Yes, and mostly the bits with me on it, apparently. So I think that says a lot about <laughs> you know what I have to offer and what I bring the pod. So. Yeah, on that note, can't wait to get started. Well, I was I was going to say like the when when I last saw your other half, she was saying how I think we'd recently won a match 4-0 and she was surprised that the podcast was still downcast. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> this one's going to be great. Um before we get into the nitty-gritty of said game, um shall we listen to the voices of some Stoke fans who have kindly sent us some messages? Let's. Predictably predictable. Seems like we're back to square one. Uh, trying to reserve judgment, but um, also tempted to uh, be quite critical should I say, of Alex Neal mm. um, in all senses of the word we were predictable from the moment the lineups were announced Hoover dropped uh, in place of someone that runs around a lot um, <laughs> without being too harsh on Leris although he's you know, played well so far um, we shut them Is out. this for the whole podcast? What do we think? <laughs> we, I think we're better than Preston, Millwall. Mm. We don't have a defensive team anymore, so why play defensive football? Mm. We're not a three at the back team or a five at the back team. We're, we're better than that. We're better than Preston. We're better than the wall. Uh, and you but... think we sound downcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I just a couple of little things. Um, big worry for me is um, his defence, actually. Um, like Wilmot's good, isn't he? He's a nice man. Um, but like he was going to partner him. I just don't really rate what I've seen of Rose so far. Um, not seen a lot of McNally. So, yeah, just a bit concerned with the whole centre-back positions. Um, seem to be strong everywhere else, but I say that, and we've still got 
bloody Dwight Gale coming <laughs> on in the 80th episode. You know what I mean? Yes. I want to and we know why he's still here, because we paid him a lot of money, haven't we? And we can't get rid of him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, still slightly worried about these, um, you know, talk, people saying like Alex Neal out. Because if he was to go um, at some point, I know it's very early talk, um, does Ricky Martin go? Does Gerard Dublin go? Do you know what I mean? And they're like two quite good things that have happened to the club over the last few years. Like, I would be worried about getting rid of Alex Neal then we got bloody Johnny Coates back on the bloody technical board. Do you know what I mean? I know it's still early in the season, <laughs> but, you know, people are piping up now, aren't they? Um, there's definitely a bit of a Alex Neal out for grade already. But he's not doing great, is he? He's not doing great. <laughs> uh, oh. Yep, guys, just a couple no, of little no, things. We will have this more succinct one from Joe. <laughs> uh, just Ow. a note for if you do get in touch next time we do prefer in general the I'd say up to 20 seconds ones uh, not that we don't <laughs> love listening to your opinions but uh, um, keep them snappy I think I think what's really interesting listening to these week on week is you know the, the first few were like really full of energy and excitement and now it's like well, just fucking shit <laughs> I don't know what we're doing <laughs> I think, I mean, we're we're only, and and to reiterate this, this is a a point for a lot of what we're going to say. We are six games into the season, right? Six games. But I do kind of like that, um, like, I think it's fair to say we don't receive quite as many voice messages as at the start of the season. Um, And I think the Stoke fans are realising it's really hard to make content when it's the same old stuff week in, week out, which is something we've had. We've never had this problem before. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, but it is, it's, yeah, I think you're right, Mm. Matt. It's, uh, people are getting a little bit, well, let's, let's talk about it then. It was Norwich 1, Stoke 0, a Jack Stacey goal, as mentioned by, in, in Thomas the Tank Engine there. Um, at the end of the first half was the only goal, really. Um, didn't really look too threatening on our part. If you look at the stats, which I think is quite interesting, you wouldn't really think there's much between the two teams. We had the lion's share of possession, 13 shots apiece, apparently. Norwich, five on target, us two. Five corners to our three. <laughs> Four, apparently, we fouled 14 times to their seven, which I can believe. Um but Pearson, yeah, make him captain. It's, I think, did I read somewhere that we've not scored away from home yet this season? Is that is that true? I haven't. We, we I've have. done no research. We, we, have, we have, we have not. We've scored, I think, thirteen goals this season, and ten were against Rotherham. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, I, so yeah, not great, uh, is it? <laughs> so, so, I mean, what? Why are we bad? <laughs> what is going on? Why, firstly, why do you think we were bad this game? What's generally what's happening? Is it the fact that we've brought in seventeen players? <laughs> I think that's got something to do with it. I think that's definitely playing a part in uh, in the situation we're in at the moment. I mean, like uh, that's gonna um, be a disruption at the very least. Uh, but you know, uh, it, well, it's not so much the the amount of players we've signed; it's the fact that Alex Neal hasn't quite worked out. Uh, well, I say hasn't quite worked out; hasn't hasn't at all worked out what the best combination of them is yet. Uh, the best formation to play all of them in, and I do have a little bit of sympathy in that regard. You know, we Vidigal and Maya are out injured, and uh, got players coming back from injury, and yada yada yada, and it's and it's I perfectly perfectly sympathize with neil because yeah like let, let's be honest he doesn't really know much about these players he knows a lot more than us he's seen them on the training pitch and on from jared dublin's um files or whatever but um his dossiers his dossiers <laughs> <laughs> but he, he doesn't he doesn't know what 
what Bay's going to do yet. He doesn't know exactly uh, the role uh, Leris or Haksabanovic or fucking even Berger at this point is going to play yet. I'd I'd rather that he found out as soon as possible, preferably before Uddersfield. Um, but yeah, I just it's just a shame that in changing so much it's so fucking predictable still is still like, ah, crap. That's the, it's just, it's just the same as last season, but with fancy foreign names. <laughs> I think, I think that's it. And I think, I don't know if it was you who said maybe something similar on the website, formerly known as Twitter, Dave, but like it's once again, it's one of those where it's like you watch it and you, you, are hit by the realization that oh well we're not actually going to do we're not going to get anything from this there is no possibility like there is no possibility that we are going to firstly score a goal secondly score two to turn this around and win it like it's just so predictable Alex Neal has been getting a lot of shtick online um, and as alluded to in the voice notes there are a few grumbled. Neil out people even at this early stage um obviously carrying on from being unimpressed with him last year but like matt is is it is it deserved i mean i'm not i'm not asking you are you neil out but like can what do you more do you make of it i guess is more my question um i mean i i'll be i don't i don't like him i never really have warmed to him like i've never i've never you know, pretended that I think, oh, he's great. I don't really see what other people see when they say about he's got this proven track record because the track record comes with him having an impact on established squads. And then whenever he's built his own squad, such as at Preston, it just finished mid-table. I mean, obviously the resources are different, but, you know, the scouting and the players that he brought in are different. I think if you're going to give him a transfer window where you let him bring in 17 players most of which haven't had any kind of experience at this sort of, uh, I wouldn't say this level because they've had experience at the level, but in this sort of league where you can't just sit on the ball because people are just at you. Johnny Mook Championship is is chasing you down and he's going to break your legs if you don't get the ball. Um, you've got a, we, we have probably got to give him the season unless we are bottom in like, December or something like that. I mean, the way it's going, that's perfectly possible, especially looking at October, um, <laughs> which looks pretty grim on paper. Um, but he does he does need time. But similar to what Dave said, I he does sort of need to make a decision on what his best team is. Just left for it's been a problem we've had pretty much since the bad O'Neill era as well, where I can't remember where we just used to have a team and just used to let it settle. And you go into a, a game like, right, I know I know the formation, I know the team, I know how we're playing. Bosh. We don't seem to do that anymore. There's always some kind of tinkering going on, whether it be in the formation, whether it be in the personnel. And I think that's possibly understandable when, yeah, you come into a team and it's not none of your players like it was last year. But if you sign 17 players, you must have an idea of what you want to play. And he doesn't. And I don't understand. I only get, The only guy I'm going to really say I really don't understand playing and starting is Rose. I don't get it because he's not shit. Like, he's not been good, frankly. Mm. Um, who, would you, who would you play instead of him? McNally, which is what Coventry did last season. And... I think when I've seen McNally play in Rose, I understand why Coventry did that last season. Um, but, you know, I think everyone else, yeah, you've got to try him out, but also we could be in a situation where about 15 games into the season, he doesn't know what he doesn't know what his best team is. Like it, 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 Games come pretty quick. Yeah. And if, if you're not ready, you'll be in a hole before you know it. So, yeah, I'm not Neil out, but I'm Neil, make your mind up, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Dave, are you worried about things? It seems a long time ago that we were two games in and we were like, look at us, bish, bash, bosh. Don't know if we said those words. My my worry is that this isn't the shit bit. <laughs> because um, my hope is this is the shit bit. 
you know, the awkward adjustment period where Neil and the team discover themselves and each other through, you know, that we need like a coming of age movie where they all sort of learn to get, get along despite each other's differences. And, you know, the grizzled old guy, he's like, he's like the teacher in a high school film. Oh, they didn't like Mr. Neil. Oh, hate him. He's so bold. But then like, um, by the end of it, they learned he had their best interests all along and that like everyone's gonna like just enjoy spring break. Um, um, I think that's what happens. Um, <laughs> so that that is my hope is that this is just the uh, you know, the awkward bit of just like the the we just smashing uh tab A into slot B and just hoping it works. Um, my worry, yeah, my worry is that this continues for quite a little while longer yet and uh there's a there's a lot more of awkwardly trying to make pieces fit that don't quite fit so um i'm going to huddersfield midweek and hopefully mm-hmm. um we can send neil off in uh style and uh send neil warnock off in style not send alex, <laughs> alex <in> style. <laughs> um, um and uh ha- have a jolly old outing there where we learn to how to fucking like break a bastard team down um like there's predictability in terms of result and i've seen a few people saying well you know norwich way tough place to go and it is it's it's mm. not like it's it's rotherham but the fact that we were so kind of despondent about going to norwich i knew straight i i knew from like the moment i woke up on saturday we were losing to norwich not because norwich are amazing but because there's just there's this inevitability now. We play certain teams at home. We play Preston. We play Birmingham. It's like, oh yeah, these are one of those god awful grinders out teams. You are gonna do a number on us. So that's <laughs> really fucking frustrating. And I also, I'm, I'm, I'm not a tactical genius. I'm, I've, I've got limited football manager experience. But my, my kingdom for like an, a number ten actually playing as a number ten. I don't mind a four-three-three in certain situations. I don't even mind. I don't even mind formations in general. But I would like a player to play with a bit of freedom on the pitch, and it doesn't seem like we do all that much uh, attacking-wise. Anyway, there don't seem to be that much players playing with freedom. It's all very down the channel. See if Tyrese can get across in. See if we can overlap a bit. See if hope maybe Wouterberger can pick out an amazing pass. Let's all just see if that happens. See if that happens. See if that happens. If you've got a player just kind of with a bit more license to express themselves, then we're going to look less rigid and breaking teams down is more likely question mark. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's quite because I, well, what I was going to ask, I was going to lead on and ask us about like individual players and whether we can, I don't know, ascertain anything from six games in, even though we haven't seen everyone, but it is kind of difficult to to make an assessment because you're right. It is a very rigid way of playing, and also can I? Can I... Yeah, go on, Chris. Go on. No, you you can, can I, do whatever was... you want, Matt. I was just going. Can I can I make an assessment on someone who's been here for quite a while? Sure. Bring in on bring in on a player who scored in two games in the past three years when you one nil down with six minutes to go is not a good move. It never has been when you've got a very young, promising striker on the bench who's also a bit of a unit and throw, will throw himself about a bit. Only for said player to then come on and miskick the ball in the air again. Yeah. <laughs> again. I mean, the Dwight why Gale... Does he keep, why, why does he keep doing it? The, the Dwight Gale <laughs> saga is just the most typical Stoke City thing, I think. Like, like... I don't. I don't want us to be. Um, he was uh, a byword for like championship goal scorer, wasn't he? He was like, <laughs> if you look up, good enough for the championship, not good enough for the Premier, it'd be a picture of Dwight Gale. And yeah, now, if that... you look up, if you look up, fuck, why, God, why, in the dictionary, you've got I Dwight Gale's face. I don't want to be smug though, but we we were of the opinion when we signed him that this is exactly how it was going to go. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like... I didn't think it'd go this badly. I really didn't. I didn't think it'd be, it'd be like, um, well, if you would if you want a comical end to a game where like all your hopes and dreams are shattered in the six yard area, then that's the guy. I mean, I don't hate the guy, him. The I'm guy sure is, he's a lovely uh, no, man. this is Can't it. Fucking shoot for shit. He's spent. The guy, like that's it. He's his 
the the things that he built a career around he can no longer do and i don't know like he's not clinical enough a finisher to be like that guy who just stands in the box it comes to him and he you know he's he's not that guy um okay gail aside it's difficult is and and rose who uh, matt you've spoken about is that Mm. I th- I think it's hard to you can't make a fair assessment on players. Firstly, we're six games in. A lot of these players haven't played the full six games. A lot of these players have moved from abroad into this country and are like completely new. I don't think you can make a fair assessment. And I have seen people like try and write some players off as not good enough. We- I mean that's standard football football fans, yeah. isn't it? Like just you you're frustrated. And and stuff. Is there is there anyone you can look at with the exceptions of like Yavida Gals who who done well? Um, I think yeah. a good example of sort of how unsure we are is that I remember like four weeks ago people were saying that Moroccan Ryan isn't cut out for the league. We're carrying him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then yesterday it was well, we missed Moroccan Ryan. Yeah, we missed him a lot. So no one, I don't think anyone really knows what these players can offer. I think I think you can look at someone like yeah, like a Wutzerberger and think yeah, he is clearly going to be a good player. He's already been a good player for Basel. He just needs to settle a bit, and he will be fine. Players like like Leris, yeah, maybe you know they might give you a good game one week, a bad game the other. But yeah, I think you're right. I don't think anyone truthfully can say. And, yeah, these are going to give you X, Y, Z every week. I don't think anyone can say that yet. I'm absolutely fine with some players having stinkers, especially the ones we've signed from abroad. That is that is going to happen. Like like Matt said at the start, you know, they may not be used to the pace or the intensity or the shit housery of the championship. That's fine. <laughs> shit, shit, shit is going to happen, um, especially in some of these key positions. It's just that if if you... If you force them to play so rigidly, then that's going to intensify the mistakes and it, and put more pressure on them. And it's it's just a bit annoying that he he, he said, I don't, was it him or was it the club that said front foot attacking football? And I'm worried that's going to be a, an albatross around his neck now. Um, because, yes, it was Rotherham, but you saw in that Rotherham game, oh, front foot attacking football, some players were maybe a bit off it. Moroccan Ryan was off it in that Rotherham game. Well, a little bit off it in that Rotherham game. That's fine. He made mistakes. But because we were playing with freedom, it didn't matter because we could still attack. I don't get the impression that he's he's kind of giving these games... He should almost be giving these games a kind of disrespect and he's given them too much respect, if that makes sense. He's mm. he's approaching them like they're kind of must wins or or, mm. or at least like tr- let's get out of here with a point kind of situations where where we we would be fully entitled to just say ah let's go for it, see what happens if we lose. You know, it's only the first six games of the season, but we're not losing on our own terms, no. or we're not losing on we're not. Uh, yeah, I feel I, I feel like the kind of bloke who criticizes Southgate for putting the handbrake on. But <laughs> why not take the handbrake off? Yank it off. Rip the fucking handbrake out. We've had the handbrake on for five fucking years. Yeah, it is very. It's it's just a very conservative way of doing things, isn't it? And I think there was a lot of optimism early on, and 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 you're going to get that because the message the clubs were putting out were all very positive. The player signings were exciting. Everyone was going into the season with an air of positivity, and so the expectation was, "Oh, the football will therefore be positive." Um, and we're not the, quite the, there. The signings are still ex- sorry, 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 Chris. The signings are still exciting, by the way. Um, we've got a lot of really good players. We've got Vidigal and Mai to come back. Um, we, we, I think, we'll we'll see some really good stuff from some, not all, obviously, from from some of them. Um, and it will take time. But just, I don't know, like, it seems, it's just a bit joyless. Mm. It's just a bit joyless. When I, the whole but, the whole thing has been joy all summer. But but that is my, that has always been my thing with Neil. He's always had this kind of air of, 
my big problem with him is in his interviews are you i think he always and this is purely my opinion i don't i don't want anyone to be like yes i agree but like my opinion of him is is that whenever he's in his press conferences he always gives this air of oh you're lucky to have me i know tactics i know all that and it's like well that's lovely alex but you you have lost like 44 percent of the games you've managed us in that is not good and like yeah you've signed all these exciting players why are you fucking worrying about what shape X team is going to play on your own home turf. Listen, try am, and be expansive. And, am I? Yeah, I think. Am, am I right in thinking that he? You say he had a forty-four percent. Is it forty-four percent loss rate? I, I think so. That could be right. I could get in trouble for that, but uh, it's something know. because I'm sure. Who cares about who cares about facts? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure that I saw that he's yeah forty-five that forty-four percent, and Nathan Jones had a forty-five percent loss rate. Like. It's, yeah, I mean... to be fair, Jones Jones did just <laughs> draw draw all the other games as well. To be fair, but he didn't he didn't win. But yeah, it's not like if you were to look at it objectively, at most of the clubs Alex Neal would not be around because the shelf life of a manager is around twelve months, and in that time, we got like fifty two points. Mm. But it... obviously, there's the caveat of it being a project, and it would be nonsense to sack him at this time in my opinion and I don't even like the guy so <laughs> so you can't sack him if you've given him all this freedom to sack, go out and sign who he wants and then sign him at the first sign of trouble uh, sack him at the first sign of trouble that is what they did to Michael O'Neill last year when they gave him the window and we all know how that went mm-hmm. so they need to stick to their guns even though I don't like him <laughs> basically in spite of myself <laughs> keep him for the time being yeah <laughs> any oh dave were you gonna say something no um i was gonna sit here and silently fume okay. about um shattered dreams is there any other things you want to talk about from this norwich game in particular um, yet again, we uh, take a lot of fans to Norwich and do not bring an Alan Partridge. Some of these people have come from Stoke Banner. Uh, huge miss opportunity, season on season. Um, but uh, well done if you did go to Norwich because it is nowhere near anywhere and it's uh, it is a strange place. So um, <laughs> yeah, well, well, well done to the travelling fans, I suppose. The tank engines. <laughs> yeah and yes. I, I I just say that the goal we conceded is very much a goal that we have conceded in the last 18 months yes. it's not a it's not a fantastic incisive move it's a ball into the box that isn't dealt with it bobbles around in the penalty area and their guy reacts to it first and you can more or less take that goal and insert it into any game in the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. It goes in, and then in the press conference we get, we just need to be better in both boxes, TM. And then, like, we never are better in both boxes, TM. <laughs> and then here, here we are. And that's, that adds to the inevitability of it all, that every time a team's attacking in these sorts of games, you're like, what comedy... Proceedings are gonna result with this going in the goal, and this time it was yeah, like a, a just a crap header that hit our guy in the back, I think Laris in the back, and then Wilmot and Rose just sort of do a after you Claude and Jack Stacy scores, and yeah, just shit goals. But that, yeah, that that's the championship, I guess, right? That's you know shit business <laughs> for sure, for sure. Right, we will finish up match talk then for part one and we will come back in part two and discuss everything else that's happening in the division and the next game Huddersfield and Neil Warnock and who we want to feed to a hippo and all that fun stuff we will see you after a break ladies and gentlemen may I have a moment of your time Allow me to introduce you to a delightful podcast that will surely warm the cockles of your heart. The Wizards of Drivel podcast, an enduring auditory journey through the fascinating world of Stoke City Football Club. In this enchanting series, you will be transported to a picturesque landscape of English football, following the triumphs and tribulations of your beloved Potters. Wins, 
losses and all emotions in between, each episode providing a captivating narrative that will leave you utterly spellbound. With a sprinkle of wit and charm, the amicable hosts shall guide you through the behind-the-scenes tales, revealing the essence of football camaraderie. Now, dear listeners, if you haven't had the pleasure yet, I implore you to subscribe to this enchanting podcast. It's a treat for the ears, truly. But do remember, like the bindings of a cherished book, sharing is indeed caring. Spread the joy of the wizards of drivel amongst your dear friends and fellow football enthusiasts. And should you feel inclined, a heartfelt review on your preferred platform shall warm the hearts of those behind the microphone. So, my dear friends, let us embark on this captivating journey together. The Wizards of Drivel, where football stories come to life. It's the podcast you didn't know you needed, but the one you shall cherish dearly. Thank you for your kind attention. Until we meet again. And welcome back to part two. So, we have made ourselves very depressed by thinking about Stoke City for all, a while. <laughs> Let's think about the rest of the division and and what it means for Stoke. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm on about. <sighs> Six games in, I haven't even got the league table up, but I imagine we are... I think we're in 19th, from what I remember. We, yes, I think that's correct, yes. Prest- Preston sitting at the mm. top, look. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good, does Pumps it? tend to do all right after Alex Neal leaves. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, they do make up two of the top four, Norwich and Preston. <laughs> yes, mm. yeah, and then Sunderland are in seventh, so... Yes. <laughs> I mean... You see, again, it's difficult to to really make any fair judgments six games in, but yeah, I mean, where where are Huddersfield? That's because they're next, aren't they? We got them up in. Oh, we yeah. they're, above, they're in seventeenth. Yeah. They're above us. Bloody hell! Yeah, they, they had their they had their turn playing Rotherham this week, so which they which they won, I think, uh, two two one two nil two nil. Um, yeah. What do we think then? Do we? <sighs> well, you know, the thing the thing is, Chris, oh, Chris <laughs> is I hate Stoke. I've always hated Stoke, and and whenever I tie, I'll tell you why I hate Stoke. It's it's not because they put us in shit all changing rooms or anything like that. I'm just a very cantankerous old man, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I thought I think that's the most interesting thing about the build-up is will they or uh, won't they have Neil Warnock in the dugout uh, for the game? Because if they do have him in the dugout, we're going to lose. And if they don't, they have the new manager bounce and we lose. So um, a potentially concerning uh, situation for us there. Um, holds fond memories, does uh, the old... I don't know what it's called now. It used to be called the John Smiths. Um, uh, fond memories of uh, me and Tom going there and watching us win 5-2 yeah, under yeah. Michael O'Neill. Uh, New Year's Day fixture was fantastic. And then uh, me and you went there, Chris, in yeah. last year. Un- unse- unseasonably warm August day. And mm-hmm. it was it was it was too warm. And uh, the, my the, I think the my co- was too warm. My colleagues at work quite often in our WhatsApp group will share the picture of the zoomed-in Stoke crowd where you and me are stood arms crossed, just looking very <laughs> miserable at <laughs> that game. Yeah. It was. And and do you know what? It was a horrible game. But I do remember, because quite often, Matt, you should come and stand with me and Dave during football. Because, <laughs> because whilst we get annoyed at football, some of the comments become just very surreal. And I don't know if you remember it last year, Dave, Little Tom Sparrow was playing, and I think you just kept calling him like a fledgling and stuff like this. Just little bird <laughs> references. Um, yeah. I, I I think uh, the heat of the uh, Huddersfield hospitality um, event. I didn't quite remember that, but yeah, it was too hot. And then, and then they wouldn't he's let flown, us out. He's the, flown the nest now. They wouldn't let us out of the car park either at the end. I remember that. No, that was I, I got very angry. I'm glad in many respects that we're playing the midweek um, because mm. I just 
gets it out of the way. But I, yeah, it's no matter what, who they have in the dugout, it's, 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 we're it's not like, winning this one, aren't we? It's like filling in a tax return Stoke games now. Oh, just, <laughs> oh, just get him out of the way. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, it's powers. Oh, there's another. Oh, there's another fucking thing I've got to fill in now. The, the, but like Huddersfield feel like one of those teams where, like, where if you lose to Huddersfield, then you are actually really bad. It get. I feel like it generates that kind of response from the from the fan base. Being, you know, like it's like, oh, this is like red alert. Now we lost to in Huddersfield. That and was Jones's like, last yeah. game, I think. Was uh, home defeat Huddersfield? No, that that was the one where everyone thought he was going to be sacked immediately after, and they kept him on for like that comedy three games, and then he won the two games in a row after or something. Oh right, okay. Every, yeah, everyone, oh yeah, because every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. everyone was just like, right, that's it for him, job done. And then Scott Hogan scored. Remember that? Remember the God, that's so long ago. Um, and we're still exactly well, we're not exactly where we were, but we're not we're not too far off. But um, yeah, Huddersfield, it's just like it's. You, that he needs to pick up a point to get momentum back, but yeah, you just fear for us at the moment that we're going to somehow fall apart. I didn't get, I didn't go to that many games last season, but I think I went to about five or six away games, and we won. I would say four, maybe five of them. Um, so I'm working on a theory that northern away games are better for us in general. Um, t- <laughs> Teams from the north, when we play them at home, shit. Uh, teams from the south away, shit. Teams from the south at home, also shit. But teams from the north away, generally okay. Like, mm. I think we we did, well, we, you know, Sunderland away, uh, that's an easy three points for us. Rotherham away will be easy this season. So I'm just basing this on, like, absolutely no data and just recency. <laughs> Black, Blackburn away was last season. That was a good time for me. So I'm just hoping that uh, my fun time energy uh, just infects itself on the pitch. And and crucially, Chris won't be there, which Aww. I think hampered us last time. Aww. That's, I mean, I, I jest, Chris. I jest. No, I feel hurt. I feel hurt. I just want to see us score a goal. That'd be nice. Oh, score, I, I bloody score love a goal, a goal away. Score a goal away. I dream home. of goal. I keep a picture <laughs> of goal in my wallet. Well, we'll find, I mean, in many respects, we're early. Apparently, We'll find out more from Warnock on Monday's press conference. Mm. So this, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's already dated. We, you may know in the future what the mysteries of Neil Warnock, what they hold. Um, the, the he'll week- always be back. Mm. Yeah. The, the weekend, I think, poses a more interesting question because Hull have also gone through a massive like squad transition. Yeah. And they're fourth. And mm. they're looking really good. So sometimes, you know, when I say, oh, we need time to gel, but then you look at other teams, like, oh, actually, they're just getting on with it and they're really good. And, you know, like they have Liam DeLapp, of course. Um, no. Oh, no. Who, and we know what's going to happen there, right? Um, oh, God's sake. Yeah. So that, that for me is a way more interesting fixture. Also, because we're at home. Sorry, they're fifth. I did tell a lie there. But um, they did beat Leicester away. Oh, fuck you. Oh, shit. We've got um, oh, so, oh god! Oh no! There's like loads of other good. Te- Did you see fucking Leeds today? Shit! There's a guy. Oh, there was, we there haven't was even a, played them next. There Fuck. was a person. There was a person. I read some comment on on Twitter where um what they were like ah oh, that was a mis- it was a mistake oh god I hate I hate it at the moment oh god they've got um, um they've got sorry they've got uh uh Philogene as well. Of course they yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Right, some some and, and I appreciated the sentiment of this guy's comment basically saying, you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't be thinking of any game as like a game that we're gonna um lose. We should be going into every game thinking because because every game's winnable in the championship. And I was like, yeah, I appreciate that. But then I look at the next games and I'm like, Yeah, but but I just don't have I don't <laughs> have what you're what you're having, mate. I look Huddersfield away. Uh Hull at home. Oh, they're doing well. Oh, Bournemouth in the cup, whatever. Bristol City away. Oh, Southampton. We never, Leicester, have we ever uh... won away at Bristol City. I like check check the data stats, nerds. But we've never won at Bristol City. Guarantee <laughs> it. 
Yeah, I'm going to find it out. We won. We won when Darren Fletcher scored. I remember that because that oh. was like Jack Butland. That was the first season down, and Butland yeah. was like incredible. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was, a that was a sigh. That was a And by the way, after that, October is just horrific. So like, it's it's the worst month of the just ever. It's Southampton, Leicester, Sunderland, Leeds. Mm. We're we're in trouble. Uh, to quote Graham Taylor, we are in fucking trouble. Um, <laughs> I would just like to say that we actually hit Wes, hit Wes, <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave. We um we beat Bristol City last year. <laughs> we beat them two. We we hit, we beat them two one. Uh, no, they they no, took. No, you didn't. Shut up. We did. The Naki Wells took the lead, and then amazingly. And then we lost, yeah. Liam Delap equalised and Jacob Brown... Fuck off. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Stop lying. I have no recollection of this. Are you lying? Oh, this is, this, I, this I, is... I'd just like to caveat and, and pull us out of the fire here by saying, if you then lose to that team at home, it cancels out the away win, and we did well, lose it, to Bristol well, City did. at home. So but, we, but, we lost, yeah. but we lost 2-1, so it's it's equal. It's yeah, fine. Exactly. That, so it never that, happened. It never happened. That Bristol City oh, team was crisis actors. Yeah. This, <laughs> It's just, oh, I don't look at any game. I know that we're miserable, as what as your wife pointed we out. What is this? We were wearing the black, the black away one. And oh, there's, if nice. you go on the BBC article, there's a picture of Liam Delap jumping in the air. Wow. Yeah. Stoke City came from behind to beat Bristol City and move above the Robins in the championship. Oh, Great. Wow. That this game us... never happened. What is this? <laughs> and that moved us up. To... Funnily enough, that moved us up to 17th, which is also probably where we'll end up. <laughs> well, but this is the thing, right? You're like, oh, you know, we win at these places. And then Time. you look at where it moved you to the table. It's like oh, 17th. It's just, we're stuck in yeah. a void. This is the same. Right, thing right. Can I, can I read you the team from this supposed game that happened? <laughs> which is, um, Bonham, Suter, Jagielka, Fox. Brown, Baker, Thompson, Smallbone, Time, and Delap Campbell. Uh, uh, that's that's looking pretty bleak. So, if if anything, we've we've managed to we've got a vibesier team. I, I've, got, no, I've I've got I've got a working theory on this though, Dave. I think Stoke fans are really good at whatever. Like whenever they're looking at the team, oh, that's much better than the team we had a year ago. Mm. How could we start a game with that team and then a year later they do exactly the same thing to that team? So I've seen yeah. players like, look at where we started the season last year. And then you like you look back and say, like, God, did we have, did we play that? And then like a year later, we do exactly the same thing. Apparently, apparently we beat <laughs> we beat them in April 2021 as well. Beat them 2 0. No. Shit and, off. No. And we beat and we beat them in October 2018. We've had yeah, quite was, a good record against that was, them away that, there. that that one was the Fletcher game. I remember I do remember that one. That one definitely we just, happened. We've just lost to them Aaron a Fletcher. lot at home. We've not. I don't think we've beaten them at home. We haven't. We haven't. Ah, oh, man. We haven't. Well, I, well, I'm slagging off that team, but you know, Suter plays for Leicester. Smallbone plays for Southampton. Delap scoring for Hall. Brown plays in the Premier League. Yeah. The past is another country. Jack Bonham was in that, so you know how good could it have been. This is yeah. <laughs> Let me. I'm gonna. I ah, see. We're going down a rabbit hole here, but I want to find this. Um. This team that beat that that, that, that can be our listeners' challenge for next week is to find a Stoke game from relatively recently <laughs> and see if we can remember it. This oh my game, god! Nothing, I, I, I wanted to. Nothing. I need to. Te- I need to tell you this team because this is so. This was on right. Okay, new game. Just for, we'll play this game. Friday the second of April, twenty twenty one. Who do you right. think was in goal for Stoke City? Oh shit! Uh, was this this is uh, yeah, definitely post Butland, uh, pre Bonham, um, Angus Gunn, Gunn, Gunny. It was Davies. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And yeah, if I told yeah. you we went with a back three, uh, Morgan Fox, he's always been there. No Fox, no, no Fox. Suter, yes. Um, uh, James James Chester, James Carter Chester, Vickers. yes. Yeah. No, no, because Car- Howard Bellis, um, double barrel one, um, uh, uh, fuck it, no, da- Danny Bart, da- Danny Bart. These, these are players who are still having like good championship careers, we were, by the way. Uh, we were playing with wing backs, so 
out wide, you had Tommy Smith, and on the other side, Norrington Davis. And oh, midfield, oh, oh so the, the midfield, uh, John, uh, John Ovi McKell, John yeah. Ovi McKell, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is, oh, I'm, I'm wearing Thompson. the season shirt. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Thompson, Nick Powell, and the up front two of Stephen Fletcher and Jacob Brune. It's not real, See, I'm, is I'm, it? I'm just going to say, I don't actually think that team is too terrible when you look no, at like, the listed team. I think that team's okay. They won 2-0. Um, so yeah, like... Powell and I think Fletcher. That, I think that team's all right. Where was that team in the table, just out of interest? Well, let me, let me tell you where that team uh, was at that point. It was 11. Wow. Well, there you go. That's, that's nosebleed territory, steady, isn't it? So, steady heights. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think... Again, uh, we've said this so many times, right? But <sighs> how do we keep finding ways to have like the same season? I uh, it all like, blends five on, five it? different ways. Like, do you know what I mean? It's it all yeah. It's there's just so little to grasp onto to 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 get excited about. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see. They're going to well, settle. They're going to settle, and we're going to be really good. We're not we're even be playing. Really I... good. We're not even playing them. We're playing Huddersfield next. So I feel like we've gone down the wrong game. Um, we did beat them last year at our uh, place. Yeah, no, there was they, that was that was pre Warnock because they were was... they were they were absolutely awful. And even we were able to like Yeah, yeah play them I mean off, play our, them off the park. We have, I will just say, in the last since we we'll, we'll go the first fixture we've had for them. In like the last, I don't know, 2017, when we were in the Premier League, we played them because we played them in like the early 2000s. But I'm not counting that. We have only lost to them twice um, in since 2017, and that feels um, like if we do lose, <laughs> as you say, it doesn't look good, does it? But... Yeah, it, they they seem to be. You know, with all due respect to Huddersfield, you know they've they've won more than we have, um, so. <laughs> With all due respect to Huddersfield, it does seem certainly on the on on the socials that they're a team that if you lose to, it's kind of panic stations. Yeah, you know, things things are going bad, and I, I actually think that would also happen if we lose our home to Hull. Um, I think people will again really really panic because I think generally we do okay against Hull at home. Um, but but then if they... we if we win against them, uh, that's Again, are people going to be really, really positive? I, I, I don't think so. After one, people tend to overreact after two <laughs> in a row. <laughs> and then, then we've got the club back. That's generally how it goes. And then it, I think we said this last season, Chris. We said something along the lines of... We say a lot of things. It's, it's difficult to get excited or depressed about fixtures week to week because mm. you just know there's no... Strict like string of consistency either way, you know. Yeah. It's yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. a win, a win, a draw, loss, loss, draw, draw, win, loss, and it's nothing you can't ever get like two up or two down, but equally no. can never be too happy. <laughs> no, so it just it just merges into one long string of inconsistency, and that is pretty much sums up Stoke City from 2018 but, to 2023, really, doesn't it? Football. Yeah, yeah. Punctuated by beating Sunderland 5-1 away, or whatever it was. Um, I should remember that, being as though it was one of the two games Dwight Gale has scored in the past three years. Um, I went to that because I am lucky, and Chris is not. Um, So... Fingers crossed for for Wednesday, folks. I'm, I'm going to bring Listen, it. If I honestly, if if we win on Wednesday, um, I promise to <laughs> never to never go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm okay with it. Because <laughs> you know, there are sometimes we do win when I'm there. I've seen quite a few wins <laughs> once upon a time. Um. But I have had it where I've come along with you, Dave, to like the last game of the season, the last few years, and we've not won. It's always been like yeah. a draw or some nonsense. So maybe, I, maybe I am the thing. Oh, I just... on a, we always on win. A... We always win when Tom comes. When Tom comes, oh, we can't stop winning. 
Oh, well, the, time, even, the, time, the times me and Tom have had together, Chris. But, even, but I suppose the thing there, Dave, is even if Stoke don't win, you're winning by being there with Tom because he'll do, he'll argue with someone that will just make <laughs> it a winning time. <laughs> yeah, uh, he 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 will he will get abused, so I don't have to. That's it. I know, um, and we've mentioned this on the podcast, I'm sure, several times. But again, that is another lasting memory of Huddersfield last year, turning round at halftime, <laughs> seeing Tom two rows or so behind us, just arguing with the guy next to him. And you look slightly to the right, and Ben Rowley of YYY Files is just happily sat there, <laughs> drinking hands. <laughs> He's just merry and happy. <laughs> Ben's having a lovely time yeah. while Tom is... Literally fighting off an XL bully for three rows. Ah, yeah. So it's all doom and gloom, then, yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think on a wider divisional front as well, it's always depressing to see like the relegated clubs, or at least one of the relegated clubs, doing well, and Leicester are doing well. Yeah. I think Leeds are. I think Leeds are unfortunately probably going to be all right. Southampton are just funny because they. Did did you did it, did we all see the last goal that they conceded at the at, on Friday? Yeah. Um, it basically, I'm not kidding. Will Smallbone on his own in the centre circle as the last man. Oh no! <laughs> and and I they did. knock it, and they knock it round him, and it's quite literally a four four Leicester players going through on the keeper. Oh, no. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> I did quite enjoy the. Um, the fact they went up one up within like 20 seconds and it was yeah. like, oh, it's happening again. So clearly we need to um, make our luck change somehow. And With five years, we've tried various uh, saying different things at the end, uh, having different <laughs> podcast uh, hopes and hosts and vibes and outlooks. And we've tried not doing a podcast for a couple of weeks, <laughs> see if things would improve. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. tried... We've tried fucking everything, right? The only piece of magic I have seen work in my life has been a courtesy of actually just wait there a sec. Talk amongst yourselves while okay. while I, I bring the magic man to you. Okay. okay. He's oh he's he has for for those who are listening, because no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave has disappeared from his chair. Um and we can see some lovely uh Stoke art on the wall there possibly the work of joe barbieri i'm not i'm not sure um but it's very good it's good there on the wall um uh, but dave is back and he has something Ooh. well speaking of artwork the luckiest man i know in sport was confirmed this summer and it's this man it's stuart broad <laughs> it now is. matt what did stuart broad do when he needed to change his look he he decided for those who who don't watch cricket the the on top of the stumps there are these things called bales and he decided that he was going to just flip them over and replace them and he did it twice and in both cases he got he got two men out so uh, yeah yeah so we I would like everyone uh, in this call please to find two objects near to them <laughs> and just swap them around okay, oh, okay. yep I've got a cup. And I got my phone. Yeah. And they're going yep. down opposite sides. Swapped around. Okay. Yep. Okay. I I have a uh picture of the 1972 Stoke City League Cup winning team and uh my passport. And I'm gonna swap okay. them round. Okay, they're going round. Okay. Okay, nice, nice. I I have swapped around the TV remote and my glasses. So <laughs> excellent that's, that's work. Good. Yeah. Now yeah. Listeners, send in your pictures of the items you are swapping around. <laughs> in a bit of, even, even send in a video. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, we'll, we'll play that. We'll play the best ones uh, if it's uh, audio content on the podcast, and we'll uh, re-X all the best <laughs> X content that we get. Um, but if this works, I would like two hundred and forty-five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well yeah great. Neil's going to try Neil's going to switch the wing backs around and it's going to be awful he's just going <laughs> to oh yeah it, it, <laughs> then we'll know he listens yeah, then we'll yeah. know <laughs> As, um, who do you fancy feeding to a hippo this week oh um, uh, a few XL bullies make it a contest <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, uh, fuck. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, do defenders of uh, quote unquote comedians. Um, that's it's a bit that's a bit too dark. I don't like it. No, I know. Um, we've just had a silly time. I don't want to talk about. Let's not be dark well, things. I got a, I got a silly question for you, Dave. When you were talking Yay. about. Yeah. When, well, no, it, well, it's more a memory. When you were talking oh. about how the silly things we've done to end the podcast, I was thinking yeah. earlier, and I can't. Why did we once end the podcast with like glory to the empire? Why was that a thing once? Um, we would was talk in what was about the, what was the law with that? The I, th- I think files or something. There was an episode where we imagined Stoke City as a like a medieval city state and like making <laughs> forays it? into the north. Um, so yeah, tr- trying to rebrand Stoke as, as like a fucking Carthage or something. Yeah, um, yeah. And of course, so this, this week we are yonder at Huddersfield. So. <laughs> we are yonder. We're straying into barbarian lands. Oh, hang on. Sorry. <laughs> where, where... Go on. Uh, no, I'm just getting a, a message. Tony, we're yonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says it's going to be 1 uh, 0. There we go. He um... says it's going to be 1 0. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, we're, we're heading into like here be dragons territory with Huddersfield. They've got Neil the warlock, warnock there, <laughs> just cackling over a cauldron saying, this will teach them to. Uh, make the dressing rooms less than <laughs> adequate. <laughs> I oh. hate Neil Warnock, and I love him at the same time. He's a perfect yeah. heel. He is, isn't he? <sighs> uh, I'm, it's, it's difficult to... Oh, actually, I know what I'm feeding to the hippos. The just the, the amount of extra time we're already having this this season. I just want mm. I just want to go. I just want to go home. I don't want to be Have there. Hippos for eat time. Yeah, they've all. Well, no, I mean they haven't consumed Johnny Sargent's arbitrary control of time. That was that was me just removing Johnny Sargent from that mantle. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think actually uh, championship referees always. Mm. Feed, oh, feed oh always. Yeah, sure. Always. Yeah. Uh, it's just depressing, isn't it? Football. It's fine. It'll be good. It's good. I assume it is good for someone somewhere. <laughs> Just, just not, just not us in the past, like you know, eight years. No, Harlan's having a great time. Yeah, just, just not, not good. We're not good, but it's fine. We'll, but we'll be fine. fine. Well, we we swapped everything around, so we're gonna win. Um, is there any other business? Um, uh, no, no. Hockey season so. starts soon, doesn't it, Matt? Hockey that's season, it. hockey season does start, so that's Dave. another club. From- yeah. Have have we told you me and Matt's idea for if we win the lottery? <laughs> it, it's good. I'm all ears. It's good. So you're aware. I'm that, like Andrew um, Marr, I'm all ears. <laughs> so so let's pitch this idea to you. So as as you may be aware, there is an ice hockey league in the UK. Uh, the top flight of which is the uh, elite ice hockey league. <laughs> Great name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but there's only like a handful of teams in there, and we all play each other a million times in a season it is quite ridiculous um and the fact that they're all playing each other in pre-season right now is also quite spectacularly fun but we decided that um if we were to win the lottery the the barrier for entry to build a team and get them in that league is probably lower than like buying a local football team and that mm-hmm. type of thing and we could probably like um get it in an area that uh, means means a lot to us. So we were thinking we could set up an ice hockey team in Stoke. We could maybe get permission to build that arena that they all want. <laughs> um, but we were thinking of names and we went with the Stoke Spitfires. <gasps> what do you think? Would you, would you know? And and the mascot is the cat from Dick and Don. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, at the start of every game. I I am in love with that idea. I think, uh, you know, we should always, already get the groundwork started on, like, the logo and the kit and stuff, and, you know, the rest of it can come after. 
Um, I, I need to uh, go to an ice hockey match to uh, see see what we're up against. Um, um, not not too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. I love British, it, but not, British not too much. Ice hockey in a rough state. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not in a rough state. It's just um, it, it, it's it's idiosyncratic. Let's say okay. it has. It I saw has... the I saw the video of the chairman or the owner of one of the teams that are going a bit mad. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they um, do that. That happens a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've actually uh, just had a notification through uh, from from your favourite Sheffield Steelers person, Matt uh, David yeah. David Sims. Uh, oh, of because he's the guy. Simsy. Yeah, um, he. Uh, people were having a good fun with him the other day, Dave, because um, he basically in a, in a video just made some real like nineteen seventies jokes about the French. So that was good. oh, I think that yeah. might have been the thing I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, Cause, uh, cause... elite ice hockey league. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a team until the you should, you, you, should you should pick okay, a team. Okay. Though. I think, I think if what we, you know, if Stoke continue this way, we can turn the second half of Wizards into a uh, yeah. EIHL discussion of the week. Teams, and, um, stats, teams. There we go. There's, there's some good ones um, in there. So there who's near? Nearest to me is going to be the the Sheffield Steelers, uh, Manchester Storm. <laughs> There's loads in Scotland. What's that? Guildford. Yeah. Oh, boo! Yeah, Guildford. Guildford, Guildford like fake. No, I've never I've never met a Guildford Flames fan. I'm no. conv- they, they literally play in a leisure centre. They I like mean, literally it... play in a leisure centre. They weren't allowed to play the European competition because they play in a leisure centre. That's yeah. when you ask how British ice hockey is. That's British ice hockey. Yeah, is yeah, there yeah. a league below the elite league? There, there is, there, there is, but there is no um like promotion or relegation. Yeah, but oh. there is uh, another um, league. It's not Pata, for Stoke either. So Pata Czech played in one of those leagues. He yes. literally decided to pick up his career as a goalie and went in goal for Guildford's like third team. Yeah, and played and played really well. <laughs> it's yeah, it's good fun. But yes, there is only ten teams and um. As much as we, you know, Matt here, Nottingham Panthers, Chris here, Sheffield Steelers, like, oh, yeah, season, season. We all know that uh, the Belfast Giants are probably just going to win everything um, because they are that much better than everyone. They are. So, yeah. But, yes, we'll get let's get everyone involved. Let's make the second half of Wadpod can be uh, a hockey chat. Create create the Stoke Spitfires. And if anyone is still listening... If anyone is still <laughs> listening and has money, what have you got to lose? You've got a league, true. a league that's almost run entirely by volunteers. <laughs> yeah, that the, the hires players for twelve months only. Yep, yep. And the teams exist on ticket sales alone. There is no, there's nothing that can go wrong. I, there's nothing that can go hey, wrong. As I mean, I would encourage everyone to Google the Sheffield Steelers um, ice rink to see how they survive because they survive on advertising revenue and by God, it is on every <laughs> single inch of that ice. Um, do they do like the noises and stuff that I associate from very limited knowledge of like American ice hockey? Do they like... Yeah, so whenever there's like breaks in play, there'll be like a bit of music that plays. It's a bit pantomime in that it's like yeah. silly, you know, someone's so- fa- fouled someone and gets sent to the penalty box and so it's like... Uh, bye bye, baby. baby. <laughs> that yes. type of thing. Yes. All by all by myself is another good one for, yeah, for yeah, a guy yeah. going to the penalty box. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's that honestly. Don't go to football. Go to British ice hockey and support yeah. British ice hockey instead, because 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 right. we're actually go, yeah. Fucking go Steelers then. That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> Dave, absolutely not. That's like yes, David. <laughs> I, I, I'm finding an uphill battle here. It's just, it's... it'll be fine. Well, you could you could play like the low rumble of a Spitfire. As... <laughs> well, well, in in the NHL, they actually have like the way that the teams come in. They have like things that literally lower down from the ceiling, right? Yeah, and they like yeah. skate through it. So what you could yeah, have is like, like, you could have them like, yeah, you could have them skating either through. I don't know, at the back of like a Lancaster bomber or something like that. Like, <laughs> just <laughs> drop it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Parachuting in. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! Like, well, like the ice is dressed. And, and and because there was a military association, it would always be hashtag respectful. So you know, it, you can't you can't argue against it, really. 
Well, that's. Um, I mean, we we will keep working on the branding, and we will keep working on the <laughs> ideas. Um, I am absolutely keeping the cat as the mascot, though. That's that's. I feel that's particularly inspired. So well, like, what else that. is it going to be? A, a, a bloody plane? No, thank you. Um, Makes more sense than a fucking hippopotamus. No? <laughs> <laughs> just a shit pun, yeah. Just yeah. a crap, yeah. Just doesn't work, does it? Like oh, that. That cat makes me feel more pride in Stoke on Trent than than the club I've devoted my life supporting. That cat from that <laughs> piss take Dick and Dom and the bungalow video. I love that cat. Oh, so bad. Right, yeah. If there's no so, other business, <laughs> if I, I could play, I've, I've I've played field hockey at school. So okay, okay. How difficult yeah. can it be? <laughs> how difficult can it be? This is true, very true. Right. Well, yes. Send us your videos and your audio messages, listener out there, of you swapping things over to bring us luck. Um, we will be back probably next weekend, uh, unless something miraculous happens at Huddersfield and Dave, you upload uh, a, a, a one man show. But who knows? I'm 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 not I'm not promising that's what you're going to do. But you're a wild card. So <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, I, I I might be Stoke manager by the time next episode comes around. Anything true. could happen. Well, if not, you're definitely going to be uh, playing. <laughs> for the Stoke Spitfires, yeah, so that's yeah. I'm making. Um, I'm. I'm literally making myself a custom jersey as we speak. <laughs> uh, what, what red and white is the colours? I don't, well, I don't know. We need to think about this branding. Yeah, I'm gonna have. To, I think we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to think because you don't want to alienate. You don't want to alienate like you know, like a quarter of the city. Because no, because hmm. we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have the the grey of the of the kilns and then the. Brown of the clay, lovely mm. grey and brown number. Ooh, that, that's a winning combination. I feel like we we would need a colour that not many teams use. I know Belfast are green. Oh, we're working out. This uh, they, oh, we're, yeah, we're thinking about say, it. Yeah. seriously. This um, is this is this is just three AM stuff. This is yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shush. Right. Yes. Um, thank you, uh, everyone, for listening. Dave, thank you for joining us. Uh, cheers, Chris. Matt, as well to you. Go Spitfires. I hope that Mrs. Matt has got to sleep safely <laughs> and has drifted Probably. off nicely. <laughs> but she's, she's not got to this bit. She's fast no. asleep. No. Very good. Uh, you out there, I hope you're not asleep. But if you are, sleep well. Just have a nice rest. <laughs> we will see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye for now. <laughs> Swap over your items. Go on, Stoke. (laughs)